Economics Radio is supported by Central Lakes College, Central Minnesota's premier community college. What would you think if I told you that economics is not just something found in the Wall Street Journal or on Fox Business? Economics is behind every choice we make. High school students use economics every day, usually without even knowing it. From AHS Studios, this is Economics, the podcast that explores the hidden side of high school. We all know that school can be a drag. Sitting in class after class, hour after hour, learning things you might never use again. But is school a drag that will benefit our future? Do the benefits of schooling outweigh the costs? Come with me to explore the students' view of their use of allocative and productive efficiencies, what they see as their opportunity cost, and if they feel their decisions are worth the outcomes. When I think of the benefits versus the costs of schooling, I see an obvious winner of benefits. The better I do in school, the better financial aid I receive, the better college, and the end goal of the education I want to pursue will become a reality. I mean, I feel like kids would see the benefits of schooling, not only for their careers, but for their income. The average income for people who have only finished high school range anywhere from $20,000 to $40,000 a year, which is below the poverty line. People who take only generals after high school have an average income of $49,000, an associate's degree with an average of $51,000, and a bachelor's worth $80,000. The trend continues. The more education, the more income. With this much incentive to do well, students should also see the benefits of schooling can bring, right? High school students seem to think otherwise, with many failing their classes. Let's start by looking at some statistics. 21.35% of Aiken High School students are failing at least one class. 18.6% of the freshmen, 36.67% of sophomores, 15.79% of juniors, and 13.64% of seniors. But the question we are trying to ask today is why are these kids failing? The assumption of most would be that kids simply just aren't doing their work, or maybe their priorities lie elsewhere. Maybe it's the teachers they're struggling with, or maybe it's a can't or won't situation. I interviewed some high school students at AHS to see their outlook on poor grades, where their priorities are being put, and to see if they are using their time in what they deem to be efficient. Let's start from what is causing these bad grades. I think it's mainly missing assignments that just don't get done. Uh, missing work by far. Having missing work. It seems the general consensus of why kids are failing classes is that they are simply missing assignments. But is this stressing them out or are they fine with it? At the moment, uh, I have high enough grades where I'm happy with them. It eats at me all the time. It- I try to do stuff to change it. So, these kids have missing assignments, which are stressing them out. From an economist's standpoint, people make decisions to make themselves happier. 
So if they want to be happier, are they using their time efficiently to do so? I feel like most of the time I am wasting time. I think I'm wasting a lot of time. I should be using my time better than I am. As I listened to these kids, all I was hearing was how they were missing assignments, which was stressing them out, but they weren't doing anything to change that. I really didn't understand, which was probably coming from the side of me who just likes to get things done and not worry about them later. I started to understand where they were coming from after hearing their responses to a couple more questions. I think it's more important to spend time doing other things other than school. But when the opportunity presents itself to do anything other than homework, I will take it and I will run with it. I think doing other things does maximize happiness that you can have. The other things that I do, like hanging out with friends and stuff like that, benefit like my happiness more. This year has been the most unhappy I've ever been, thanks to a plethora of work that I have to get through. Of course, in the long term, there's benefits to doing good in class, but short-term benefits that you can like see immediately. But until you reach that long-term point, you're not going to see those extreme benefits. School is stressing these students out, so no wonder they don't want to do their work. It's like they are stuck in an endless cycle. School stresses them out, so they don't do their homework which then makes it worse because now they have to worry about getting their grades up. Not to mention, the school punishes them by not letting them participate in the activities they enjoy. Um, obviously, there's ineligibility for people that play sports. Um, um, I've missed a lot of stuff I've signed up for. So I missed the BPA regions because I was failing. I missed two knowledgeable out of three knowledgeable meetings because I was failing. I'm not being able to do um, track, like the sports that I'm in. You may be wondering, where was the economics in all of this? So, let's recap. Students aren't using productive efficiencies and are actually wasting time and misdirecting their potential. While listening to what the students had to say, their allocative efficiencies are questionable. After the choice is made, it doesn't seem to be making the students any happier. But even in knowing that, they still make the decisions anyway. The opportunity costs, as seen by the students, are outweighed by the benefits at the time. But in the future, the roles reverse. And last but not least, the marginal analysis of the students do seem to apply, but it's getting to that point that they're struggling with. The extra time spent studying is worth it, but it's taking that extra time that they can't seem to accomplish. After interviews, study, and research, I have been racking my brain on one simple question. If the decisions that these students are making aren't making them happy, then why are they making these decisions in the first place? It seemed that comparing the study of economics to these students just didn't correlate. The realization I came to was when I had a discussion with my calculus teacher, where he pointed out that I'm looking too far in the future. Getting into the teenage mind is a difficult thing to do, especially because they don't even know what's going on up there. I just can't bring myself to do the work in the moment. That's the key phrase, in the moment. They know that the decisions they choose are stressing them out, but it's not in the next five minutes, days, weeks, or years that they are deciding for. It is that very moment. Whether or not they realize it, that time they spend scrolling on their phones or just laying in bed is what they find 
happiness in at that moment, even if five minutes from them, they'd be even more stressed than they were before. So these students are stressing themselves out by not doing the assignments as they are presented. The more work that piles up, the less drive the students have to get it done. They've already fallen into the hole, and the hole keeps getting deeper. So why climb back to the top? Maybe the students need a little extra push, a little more incentive when they do well or make progress. And when I say incentive, I don't mean future incentive that seems unreachable in the teenage mind. I mean incentive that takes place when the accomplishment is completed. This could come from the parents, school, or places of further education. If you look around at the students attending college classes in high school, they tend to have a drive and incentives, no matter where it's coming from. We see that taking away the activities students enjoy isn't working. So maybe instead of responding negatively to poor grades, responding positively to good grades could lead the way to a solution. There will never be a complete solution to keeping grades up. There will always be some kids, and there will always be some excuses. But that doesn't mean we can't make progress with little steps forward. Now that we have a rough understanding of what is going on in these students' minds, we can come up with ideas to counteract the waste of potential the students carry. I hope you enjoyed this podcast on the mindsets behind failing grades. Make sure you check out some more on economics. See you next time.